0: The Old pre Podcast, Session Number 54. You are a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Now, welcome to the Old Premeds podcast. We are dedicated to helping you, the non-traditional pre-med student and sometimes medical student. But really, we focus on the pre-med student here on the podcast. We are part of the oldpremeds.org community. If you are not a member over there, go sign up. It's free. An amazing community, a forum over there where you can ask questions, get answers, and participate, and be around other students like yourself. This question, taken directly from the old premeds form, is from a poster who's asking about improving their application, and they ask, they they give a kind of a list of credentials, I guess, stats, and want to know what to do next. So let's go ahead and dig in to what they're saying here. This student posts that they have a 3.0 undergrad GPA, bad freshman year around 2.0, but great upward trend, which is good. I would have liked to see what the science versus um, the overall GPA is. They have a 3.8 master's GPA in health administration, a one-year master's program. Now, you can go back and listen to a previous podcast that we did talking about the non... Talking about master's degrees and how they really don't have a huge effect on your application, especially health administration GPA. It's not going to have a big effect on your application because it's not a hard sciences They have a 28 on the old MCAT. They've been studying for a year and will hopefully get a 510 plus on the new one. They have three plus years of research experience as a lab technician for a medical school, which is great, but they have a 3.25 undergrad GPA cutoff. They have two shadowing experiences, they don't really talk about number of hours for shadowing, and some clinical volunteering, having a three-week international trip, and 25 hours in an emergency department. And they have some non-clinical volunteering as well. This student is taking some post back courses this upcoming semester, including advanced biochem, advanced genetics, and maybe an OCHEM retake. And they want to know, how could I best utilize my time to improve my application as I work full-time, I was considering more post back courses to demonstrate my ap- academic potential while studying for the MCAT. I will be applying this upcoming cycle, which is for the uh, entering 2018 class. So this student, obviously, when when you look at stats and stats alone, this student doesn't have the best stats, a 3.0 GPA in biochemistry i'm assuming because it's biochemistry a large majority of those classes are going to be the science classes and so their science gpa is not going to be great they have a 28 on the old mcat let's hope that they do get that 510 plus on the new mcat my recommendation for this student would be to look at taking more postbac classes those post-bac classes are going to be what is going to help boost your undergrad GPA cuz remember post-bac classes are undergrad GPA courses and so they affect your your undergrad GPA. In the application they are listed separately so you'll you'll see your undergrad GPAs usually broken down by year as well. You'll see a postgraduate or postback sorry, post-back uh, coursework and, and the GPA from that. and then you'll see any sort of graduate- level coursework. So the, the master's program that this student has would be listed separately. But even though the post-back classes and the undergrad classes are listed separately, they are combined into your complete undergrad GPA, and so more postback classes means more uh, mean, means hopefully a better undergrad GPA if if you do well on your postback courses or in your postback courses. So that's where I would focus my time. Two shadowing experiences doesn't sound like a lot in this unless they are. Long-term shadowing experiences, you don't need a ton of shadowing, but you need a good 25, 30 hours of shadowing, maybe a little bit more um, as as a minimum. I, I normally don't like throwing out hours, but I'll throw those out there for right now. And then clinical volunteering. The international trip is okay. A lot of medical schools actually don't really like international clinical volunteering. It's it's uh, It's an interesting discussion among medical schools and whether or not it really helps your application because it's seen as something that is not necessary. There are plenty of things that you can do in the U S locally to get clinical experience and help your local man and woman, I guess. (laughs) So, um, so that's interesting. And then 25, 25, hours in the emergency department, I'd be interested to know, what those hours look like are you actually getting clinical experience or are you just stocking shelves and delivering blankets to patients so that's uh, a question there I'd have as well so I'd really look at that but I'll say it here I say it on the pre-med years I say it everywhere your application is a lot more than just your stats it includes everything about you your personal statement is huge your extracurricular list and how you describe those are huge your your gpa and your mcat are are big as well and this student mentioned that the school that they work at has a 3.25 undergrad gpa cutoff i would press that for non-traditional students and students like yourself for like this student posting if you have a strong upward trend after a bad year, like this student had a bad freshman year, I I would press the school and say, "Look at my application, please," and and let them know that while yes, you you recognize the fact that they have a cutoff, that usually those are more recommendations and not rules. So I would I would push that a little bit more. All right, that's all I have for this student. Make sure you're getting enough clinical experience. That's huge if you go back and listen to the pre-med years, session 171, I believe. We talked all about re-applicants, and the number one mistake that was discussed was not having enough clinical experience. Get a great MCAT score, and think about taking some more classes to bump up your undergrad GPA. Good luck in your application, and keep us informed and how you do so if you are looking for some help in your applications coming up i'm working with students every year now for the last couple of years since i've done this full-time and i had a blast this last year this this first full year doing this and i'm looking for more students to work with this year i've had a bunch of students sign up And I might actually start thinking about capping the number of people that I work with. I've had a lot sign up because I'm raising my rates starting in 2017. So it's not too late if you're listening to this when this comes out on December 28th, 2016. Go to medicalschoolhq.net. Check out the Our Services tab or you can just go to medicalschoolhq.net slash coaching. But I'm raising my rates on everything. Mock interview prep, personal statement editing, a little bit of everything. So you can buy now and use later if you want. If you know you want to use me for your personal statement or for mock interviews, buy now, use them later. Um, or if you want to start working with me for coaching, I've, uh, I think I'm up to probably about 12 students that I'm working with for this upcoming application cycle in 2017. I'll probably cap that around 20. So go check those out. I'd love to help you and work with you to put together, help you put together the best application possible all right i hope you got a lot of great information out of the podcast today i hope you if you don't already go over to oldpremeds.org, sign up for a free account go check out everything that's going on over there it's an amazing community of like-minded non-traditional premed students who believe in the core here at the medical school headquarters of collaboration and not competition so go check them out Have a happy and safe new year. I hope your holidays are going great. And we'll catch you next week here at the Old Premeds Podcast and the medical school headquarters.